On this episode of the program, we discuss the Hunter Biden IRS whistleblowers and Marjorie Taylor Greene's porny moment in Congress. It's all coming up. This is made possible by Dustin Campbell, Oh Them Bones, Daily Tech News Show, Andy Beach, and Craig. Everybody to the politics, politics, politics program for July 21st, 2023. Your old pal Justin Robert Young joining you here in Austin, Texas. And friends, there was a whistleblower hearing in Congress this week. You might have seen it. Got a little racy. Porn was shown. Hands were waved about. Were wooded. But mostly, it just kind of felt familiar. One side full of righteousness, a witness that would have every reason to know the inside skinny on a crooked system. You know, only a few years ago, the Trump administration was lousy with these kinds of hearings. Russia, Ukraine, Michael Cohen all come to mind. All with names that came and went. Unless you're on Twitter. They kept going on Twitter. Actually, most of them are probably on Blue Sky now. But it's not limited to Trump. We got plenty of Benghazi hearings through the Obama administration. And we saw the names that kept coming up there over and over and over again at various different conservative functions. And through all of them, we see the same playbook. The opposition is skeptical. They're skeptical about the witnesses. They're skeptical about the system. They make snide remarks about the existence of the hearing that they're in. And I'm not here to judge the merits of these hearings. To be honest, I'm kind of for all of them. The more of the nasty little details of our government that can be thrown out in the street, the happier I generally am. Not only as an American, but as what I primarily identify as, a journalism student. (laughs) I mean, this is one of the things that uh, uh, very much disappoints me in our largely politics-obsessed world, our, our tribally obsessed world, that we get very, very specific about where information comes from. And obviously, we should always be focused in on whether or not information is True, whether or not information is reliable, but if it can pass a certain level of authenticity, then it shouldn't matter if our best friend or our worst enemy delivers it. And if all of these secrets of our betters are neatly sorted and thrown out by a just and even hand, or if it's chucked haphazardly by a bitter partisan with stringy drool coming out of their mouths, do I care? Friends, I will tell you, not one whit. I don't like people lionizing politicians. 
I very much disagree with the idea that politicians are people for whom we should be educated by. I very much believe that we should think of politicians as public servants who have to be persuasive to retain their jobs. They are influencers. And we should look at them no differently than we do influencers whom we see on Instagram. Sometimes we like them. They're doing things that remind us of us or somebody we love. Sometimes we don't like them. They remind us of people that we don't enjoy in our lives. We believe that they are peddling something that we disagree with. Viscerally, morally. And the best thing that you can do with those influencers is kind of turn them off. Now, obviously, in the world of politics, you have to pay attention to how they are affecting our government. But still, there is a certain superposition that a hearing like this encompasses. Because while there is information being proffered, and while you should have a pretty wide range of accepting things if you feel that they are true, we should also understand that none of these happen without you being the target of influence. Now, we can get into the roots on why this happens. And on some level, I wish I shared the sunny optimism of my friend, Andrew Heaton, who believes that all we need to do is change our election system to cure politicians of their self-interest. But ultimately, our representatives, like it or not, are a reflection of us. And I do believe that for reasons big and small, we're in a bit of a cynical age. A cynical populace begets Cynical champions. Cynical champions have no problem swapping sides between attacker and defender, depending on who the president is, which brings us back to these kinds of hearings and why they seem so familiar. We watch them over and over. And sometimes our side is on offense and we believe that everything that is being said is absolutely true. And all the righteous monologues are really soaring oration that's going to turn the tide. And sometimes we're on defense. And we believe that these are just entirely fictitious circuses. Ones that are materially dumbing down our populace. And because of where we are, we don't really pay a lot of attention to how much they do seem familiar to the ones before, even as we go back and forth and back and forth. And lo, that's how we got to see Hunter Biden doggy style during Congress. The moment came Wednesday during a hearing for testimony from two whistleblowers who say that federal officials from the Department of Justice interfered with the charging of Hunter Biden. So let's go back in time and understand where we are currently with this story specifically. Hunter Biden was charged with two counts of not filing his taxes on time and one gun charge because he was not federally 
allowed to own a firearm. We had Stephen Gutowski on a couple weeks ago to talk about the gun charge. It's a curious case because Hunter Biden would never have faced that charge had he not written damning evidence about owning the gun in his own book. We'll come back to that in a second. But mostly, the whistleblowers contend that the two charges for Hunter filing his taxes late is a laughable undercharge for the crimes that he committed. But more specifically, that the investigation into Hunter was hamstrung by Biden friendly people in the friendly in the, in the federal government. I guess the friendly government too. <laughs> and that felony charges were sought to be brought against Hunter Biden and were not. There are specific charges about exactly how and why that happened. So best as I can tell, here are what the whistleblowers contend. That Hunter Biden's taxes that were prepared after he got sober underreported his income. So even the ones that he has now filed, the whistleblowers say are incorrect and underreport income. That Hunter Biden's taxes that were prepared when sober include tax deductions for various different actions like prostitution, a sex club membership, and a college payment for his adult daughter. These, like the gun charge, are all admitted to by Hunter Biden in his own book. They say that Hunter Biden did not report his Burisma income in 2014. That's something we'll get back to in a second as well. It is the opinion of the IRS whistleblowers that these should and were sought to result in felony charges that were never filed. The U.S. attorney, David Weiss, on this case, who is in charge of it and was appointed by Donald Trump and Bill Barr back when he was the attorney general and Trump was the president, agreed with the felony charges. And yet, when everything came down, they were not brought. The whistleblowers say that the case was slow walked and hamstrung through the 2020 election and that the Biden transition team was tipped off to the investigations once they were in charge and that investigators were told not to question witnesses about, quote, the big guy or, quote, dad. These are things mentioned in the Hunter Biden iMessage cloud leaks. The U.S. attorney, David Weiss, attempted to bring felony charges that were agreed to by the investigating team via the D.C. U.S. attorney and, according to the whistleblowers, was denied. One of the whistleblowers then says that Weiss assembled top IRS and FBI agents in October of last year and said that he did not have final say in a charging. One of the whistleblowers said that Weiss allowed the statute of limitations on charges brought for unreported Burisma income to expire. Despite an agreement that was on the table to extend with Hunter's lawyer. 
They also say that Attorney General Merrick Garland's testimony that Weiss had full authority to charge is false. Although, and I would encourage you to, at the very least, listen to the opening statements for both of the whistleblowers in that they do seem very careful to say that they are not insinuating that Merrick Garland or Weiss are knowingly lying or whether or not they have some mistaken understanding of the facts compared to what they do. What does seem clear is that both of these men worked on this case. They seem very familiar with the facts. And if we are just looking at the idea of pressure put on a case by a president to protect his son, I do think that there is something to chew on. Obviously, there is a lot out there, and these are highly partisan situations. Whenever you are talking about the president of the United States, specifically the president of the United States and his troubled wayward son for whom uploaded so much homemade pornography to Pornhub, he earned a medal. It's going to get a little intense. And so we are led to the big moment, the moment in which Marjorie Taylor Greene did something I have never seen on the Congress floor, and that is show barely censored pornography of Hunter Biden and what is alleged not only by the investigators, but also by anyone with eyes and anyone who's seen the pictures and videos from Hunter Biden's laptop is a prostitute. We will get to all that after this. This is your update brought to you by TakePoliticsSeriously.com. Again, take politics seriously. Dot com. That's where you need to go. Guys, the news is coming fast and furious this time of year. And that means that you need to get two extra episodes of this program each and every week. One on Monday, one on Thursday, four days of PX3 in your life for the price of a cup of coffee once a week. Three bucks. That's all it is. Head on over there. Take politics seriously dot com. Little international news to get us started. Troops from Russia's Wagner paramilitary group are relocating to Belarus following last month's aborted mutiny and will not go back to fight in Ukraine. They will train local Belarusian troops, says their leader Evgeny Prigozhin. Quote, we did a lot for Russia. What is happening at the front now is a disgrace and we want no part of it. Prigozhin said this in his first appearance since his troops marched on Moscow last month. Quote, we have taken the decision to be in Belarus for a while. In this time, we will turn the Belarusian army into the second most powerful in the world. And if needed, we will take its place. Prigozhin pursued in a jab at Russia, which currently has allegedly the second largest army in the world. He then hinted that his tropes could go to Africa, where Wagner has been active in Mali and the Central African Republic. To Mr. Prigozhin, all I can say is keep your food taster close. 
New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu will not run for re-election as governor in 2024. This announced Wednesday, quote, After discussions with Valerie and the kids and much consideration, I've decided not to run for another term as governor in 2024. Public service should never be a career, and the time is right for another Republican to lead our great state. The moderate governor and outspoken critic of former President Donald Trump has previously said he was not leaning toward running for a fifth term. Quote, Sununu again, could I win again? Of course. But it's public service and someone else needs to kind of take the mantle, he said during an interview on The Greg Hill Show on WEEI last month. Sununu, a curious cat. Somebody that almost assuredly could have had a shot at a Senate seat. Could have run for president. Didn't do either of those. So you'd think he'd stay in government this way and has not. So the question remains, maybe he just walks away. Or maybe he runs for president as a no labels guy. Or maybe he just, you know chills he's a very curious uh, a curious curious candidate I, I will have respect for him if he actually walks away but he's a politician so you know new government data shows illegal border crossings have plummeted to the lowest levels in over two years despite the trend house republicans are still slamming homeland security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for dereliction of duty at the border in a 111-page report released on Wednesday, teeing up a long-anticipated impeachment inquiry. The exhaustive Phase 1 investigation report describes Mayorkas as the chief architect of the illegal immigration crisis that Americans have suffered through since January 2021. It is a sign of how important the border issue has become to Republicans and for the American voter. And even though the chaos has waned in recent moments, the question remains exactly how much is waning and B, how much has to do with anything that the Democrats have done at the border. Monthly illegal border crossings dropped to their lowest level in two years, falling to under a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand people for the first time in that time period. So Lowest levels in two years, which have been very, very high, is still a hundred thousand people in a month, according to government data. Since taking office, Biden has struggled with logistical, humanitarian, and political crises posed by record numbers of migrants crossing the southern border amid unprecedented migration. Faced with the end of the pandemic policy called Title 42, which enabled the rapid expulsion of migrants and asylum seekers, but Biden imposed several new asylum restrictions in May. The rules angered immigration advocates and some Democrats. So you could make the argument that these have stemmed the tide. And border numbers have not been what they were. Although, again, with a gigantic heat wave coming through, one might wonder exactly how much of that is because of rules at all. And that's your update. TakePoliticsSeriously.com is where you need to go to support this show. Three bucks gets you two bonus podcasts each and every week. So before we get 
to Marge Green's porn moment. Let's go ahead and hear the case from the Democrats on these whistleblowers. The first and probably most prominent is that anything that these IRS whistleblowers are saying is kind of just how the process works. It's just a regular case of push and pull between prosecutors and investigators. This is from Representative Jamie Raskin. It seems to me that a lot of your testimony is about the problem of prosecutorial discretion and the traditional tug of war between investigators and prosecutors who are more attuned to the rigors of the courtroom. One of the whistleblowers pushed back on that and said that you can keep saying that, but it doesn't make it true. And their larger contention is that the U.S. attorney, David Weiss, told them or told one of them that he did not have control over charging. That is something that Weiss disputes for the record. And Weiss has said that he will and is willing to testify before Congress. So that's something that we should keep in mind. The other side of this is Trump. Representative Kawetsi Mafume of Maryland said the following. I want to congratulate my colleagues from across the aisle for gathering us here today, almost distracting us from the biggest investigation that's going on right now in our country and in our nation's history involving the former president. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is also on this committee, pointed out that Ivanka Trump was not charged for fraud and, you know, that's that's the whatabouts, right? The, you know, you're not going to get a you're not going to get a case like this without having a lot of whatabouts. We saw a ton of whatabouts from the Republicans during the Trump years whenever there was a House led investigation into Trump. So, again, par for the course. This is just kind of the stuff that happens. So let's get in to Marjorie Taylor Greene's porn moment. This comes about 45 minutes into this hearing, uh, I'm going to play a long clip. So you're going to hear a lot of this. And I'm going to highlight the moments in which the porn happens. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Before we begin, I would like to let the committee and everyone watching at home that parental discretion is advised. I would also like to remind everyone that on our oversight committee, we provide oversight into all parts of the federal government, including their Department of Justice and their their willingness to prosecute and their unwillingness to prosecute and whether it's politically motivated. Um, I would also like to say that when evidence and proof of a crime is presented, no prosecution should be denied, no matter who the person is. Uh, to the whistleblowers today, I thank both of you for your courage to come to the committee today and your commitment to, to truth. Uh, I have great respect for it, so thank you. I would like to talk with you both about Hunter Biden and his tax write-offs with his law firm, Owasco. I would like to ask uh, Mr. Ziegler, when did you start your investigation and your testimony? It was November 2018. Is that correct? Yes or no? Yes, that's correct. Thank you. During your testimony with the, House, with the House Ways and Means Committee, you stated that through bank records, you identified Hunter Biden was paying prostitutes related to a potential prostitution ring. Is that correct? Yes or no? Yes, that's correct. 
I've also reviewed that those same bank reports, commonly referred to as SARS, suspicious activity reports, and I'm very troubled by them. We read thousands of them in the Treasury. This particular excerpt from a SARS report talks about human trafficking,、uh, and in regards to Hunter Biden and Owasco, and and payments he was making. What's even more troubling to me is that the Department of Justice has brought no charges against Hunter Biden that will vindicate the rights of these women who are clearly victims under the law.、Um, I would like to talk about in your prior testimony. You stated that the prosecutorial team was investigating violations of the Mann Act. Is that correct, Mr. Ziegler? That is correct. Okay, okay, okay. Stop right here because some of you might remember. The Man Act. It might be just in in the back of your head. Where have I heard the Man Act before? It's because the Man Act was mentioned in the possible charges that were eventually not brought against Freedom Caucus Lightning Rod Matt Gates. If you remember the details of that case, Matt Gates and a couple of bros were flying out women on sugar daddy websites and having sex with them. The question in that case was: Does paying off, does paying for travel of women violate the Man Act? And more specifically, are sugar babies technically prostitutes enough that it would be human trafficking? So, whenever you heard Matt Gates was a human trafficker, stuff like that, that was in relation to the Man Act, and so that's what Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying that Hunter Biden violated when he flew this woman out from Los Angeles. The question of whether or not she is a hooker. Is also covered in the next part of this clip. Regarding the Man Act, if a person is transported across state lines for sexual activity, such as prostitution, that could be a violation of a federal law. Is that correct?、Uh, I actually recently looked at the federal law regarding Man Act, and I believe that that is correct. But I would refer you to the DOJ manual. Thank you. I would like to、uh, present this to the committee. This is showing Hunter Biden paying for a victim's United flight from L.A. to Dulles. This was a, I believe, this is a violation of the Man Act. This is Hunter Biden's. This is his、uh, proof that he bought the ticket. He bought it for this woman right here.、Um, she he flew her from Los Angeles to Washington. On June 14th, flew her back to、uh, Los Angeles, California. On June 15th of 2018, and I would like to、um, point out that if he was purchasing her a plane ticket for sex and traveling across state lines, do you believe that to be a violation of the Man Act, Mr. Ziegler? So I can talk to specifically what's in my tran or what's in my transcript regarding the Man Act. So I know we were compiling the information together. Yes, but Mr. Ziegler, travel as as the law states by the by the code of the law, it states traveling, paying someone to go across state lines is is prostitution. It's a violation of the Man Act. Let me just move on just one more one more second here.、Uh, so when when Hunter Biden paid for this woman. To do this with him, 
to travel across state lines from California to Washington, D.C. on June 15th, this is a violation of the Mann Act. This was prostitution. Okay, so right here is where she first pulls out a placard showing Hunter Biden in the pictures that were leaked off his laptop. They are sexually explicit. They have black bars on them. But when this was being aired live on Fox News, it was not aired live on on the other major cable networks. But when it was aired live on Fox News, it was only on the second placard, which we're going to get to in a second, that they started blurring the placards. But in this, you see a boxed out shot of the woman's butt. You see what looks to be the woman's hands out and, you know, Hunter's Biden in there, at least according to where the black bar is. But this is the first moment where porn is shown homemade porn, porn hub approved porn is shown in Congress. Thank, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, Mr. Shapley, you, you started an investigation under Hunter Biden, codenamed Sportsman, which opened in November of 2018. Um, it, it was an offshoot of an investigation the IRS was conducting into a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. Um, this, this is evidence uh, of, of Hunter Biden making sex. Excuse me, this is my time. Making pornography. Should we be displaying this, Mr. Chairman? And this is the one that gets blurred on Fox News. So this one not only shows Hunter Biden with a bunch of boxed out things of of him having sex with this woman, but a fairly explicit shot of them in doggy style coitus. Apologies for anyone listening to this with kids, by the way. I apologize. But I mean, look, it's Congress. So you you, you live in a, a coarse world. I apologize. I apologize for the coarseness of our universe. So this is this is uh, 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 that moment. And you will notice that there's a lot of people yelling. It's not really even about the porn it's about the fact that she has gone over her time. And that's what you're going to hear the conversation back and forth coming up now. Explain this, Mr. Chairman. Did the committee of ladies' time expired and uh, went two and a half minutes over. Mr. Chairman, if Mr. Bufume wants the two and a half minutes, he can have it. If, if he wants to yield some to Ms. Ocasio-Cortez when she goes, she can have it. We'll make it right. Two and a half minutes. You Mr. all have an Chairman. extra two and a half minutes. Chair, recognize Mr. Bufume for point five of order. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. State your point. Um, my understanding is that this committee was provided the suspicious activity reports on the condition that it not publicize them for the reason that they are not actually even allegations, much less evidence of anything. And uh, my colleague from Georgia has now just uh, revealed that, it uh, publicly. That, that, that is a good point. However, that suspicious activity report has been public. For years, that suspicious activity report was on the internet long before I became chairman of this committee. So that particular suspicious activity report has already been published. Thank you for that clarification. She had said it was part of the thousands she reviewed, but I appreciate the clarification. Public and able to, right. that we all uh, reviewed uh, in the treasury. Chair, re- reclaim time. Chair, recognize Mr. And there we go. 
So, what do we say? I don't think anyone's mind is going to really be changed by this. It is up to you to determine whether or not you find these witnesses or whistleblowers to be credible. Um, it does seem like they are, you know, risking their professional careers. I, I have not known a lot of IRS agents to want to step out of line like this. And for the record, if you were ever offering me the question, do you believe somebody powerful would pull strings to protect their children? My answer would probably always be yes. But still, we're entering into a very, very politically charged season. And as I've said before, when all you have is a hammer for the Republicans in Congress, everything looks like Hunter Biden. Will this matter? I don't know. I don't think that there's a lot of Democrats or Democratic leaners who are going to think that Joe Biden is particularly more corrupt than they've already baked into their brain. And to be totally honest, if it's a Trump versus Biden final, then I think we're just going to have to price in the fact that everybody cuts corners, especially between the two of them. There's not exactly a choir boy. But I wish I had a more uplifting ending. Marjorie Taylor Greene showed porn in Congress. It's Hunter Biden. I guess you probably should have bet on it. But you didn't. Said you just listened to me. And for that, I thank you. Politics, politics, politics is written and hosted by me, Justin Robert Young, for Dog and Pony Show Audio in Austin, Texas. Our show is edited by Brett Stewart. If you would like to send me an email, it is theyoungamerican at gmail.com. Our Twitter is px3tweets. That's for the show. For me, it's Justin R. Young. You can find me live on Twitch, px3live.com. You can find my newsletter that I'm writing. I'm writing a newsletter. Again, it's a fun time. px3newsletter.com. You can uh, share this podcast with your friends, family, and clergy, px3podcast.com. You can support me with a one-time donation. PayPal.me slash PayJury. Venmo is Justin-Young-20. Cash app is PX3Cash. And you can send everything you'd like to send to me in the mail. P.O. Box 1531-84, Austin, Texas, 78715. Of course, you could always get our bonus content from TakePoliticsSeriously.com. $3 tier gets you two bonus podcasts per week, covering all the news that we missed on our free podcasting schedule and our $10 tier. Get your name right at the end of the podcast like these fine folks. Jason, Andres, Matt, John Gross, C. Garcia, Matthew T. Elbasso, John, Craig Potts, MC Dradio, Bugs Life, Kneemeister, Unsafe DB Levels, Amanda, Yield, Pinball Shop, TP4 Bongo, Catherine, Todd, and Vote Gloria Young for King of the New World Order. Edison, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start, Dr. G, Neil, Charles, Darren, 100 Mile Runner, Idris Arslanian, Blue Front and the Lenina, DL, Steven. Chad, Nomadic, Terran, Adam, Chief Andy, Molly's Dashing Debut, Robert, Casey, Paul is awesome. Brad Richard, just another pilot, middle-aged Mike who loves Frank got abducted, Utah, Jimmy Montana, the Gen A-L-D-L-D-L-D. Really? Chopper, Andrew and Joshua, you want your name read? Folks, there's only one place to do it. Take politics seriously. Dot com. 
All right. Uh, next week, we're going to have Bill Share on the show, and we are going to uh, talk about the difference in tenor between House Republicans and senators when it comes to Donald Trump. That's next week. Till then, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying some shows talk about politics, others talk about politics, and still more discuss politics. But this, this is the only show that dares discuss Oh three. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Dog and Pony Show Audio.